you're listening to another edition of the Jessica Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAC. Now, this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. So there's going to be tales from all over the nation. Come for the bike, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hey, I've been all across the nation lately. I've actually been to Denver, been to Iowa City, been you know just just cruising around this week. So um, it's been it's been a little whirlwind. Um, had some good meetings out in Denver, and then came back for a little Jingle Cross. And wow, there's a lot of people out there. What do you think of Jingle Cross this year, Mark? You know, for the little sliver of it that I saw, um, me and and uh, we have a team of volunteers out there that do uh, bike parking for the week. And uh, so I was pretty much stationed there the whole weekend uh, taking care of people's bikes. Um, so I didn't see much of the race. I saw a lot of the people, and that was really fun to see all those friends that uh, I see every once in a while. But, yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool event yeah. out there. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think, kind of because the um, Iowa State game had – multiple hour delays i don't know if it really helped the the crowd getting out there but um no matter what the crowd was there and they were they were alive the race wasn't real close for the men's but um you know people were were cheering everyone on and that just a really cool atmosphere so if you haven't been out there before really cool atmosphere anytime there's a cross race if um you know from beginners all the way up to the, the you know world cup that we saw this weekend it's a lot of fun to get out there i've never tried cross racing I, I vow one one day to actually get out there and try you know maybe a hot lap but um you know one of these days we'll we'll get out there mark and play around how's that did 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 josh schamberger just hear that if he heard that uh, i think you're doomed you're in uh i will take josh up on a little hot lap there how's that i don't think i could climb mount crumpet like on a bike nor no, can no. most people yeah yeah. So what do you think? What do you think Crumpet is? 18, 20% grade? Oh. Uh, it's got a, it's pretty steep. It, it's yeah, it's probably in that, but you know, there's roads that are 18 to 20, but this is this is not a stable service and that makes right. a difference. And so you're slipping and you're, you know, you're all over the place. I mean, where your center of gravity is trying to get that, you know, wheel on the ground and uh, I mean, there's just so many things that are going on that are right. really not in your favor. Things like gravity you know, um, <laughs> lack of training, you know, different things like that. You don't have to worry well, about headwinds. How's that? So, and after two or three inches of rain, it uh, <laughs> it was a slippery surface out there because yeah. it it rained that night uh, after the after the World Cup race. So, yes, yeah. that uh, puts a whole new element into it. Oh yeah, but we had some friends out there that gave it the old college try, and it uh, looks like uh, some of them did pretty well. So, shout out to those guys. I know Scott Olson had a, had a pretty good run. I think Matt Fippen mm-hmm. from Shields um, did a little did a little run out there. So a couple of others, I'm sure, were 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 out and about. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time had by all. Well, good. Yeah. So you said you had some work to do. Um, from mm-hmm. what I understand, there's a little bit of uh, change up in the Iowa Bike Coalition. What's going on, Mark? Yeah, we've uh, we've got some new employees. So uh, uh, this week, actually today, uh, which is Monday, uh, uh, um, Michelle Barker and Jared Morford are starting. Jared's going to be our Safe Routes School uh, 
manager, and Michelle's going to be managing our membership program. So we say goodbye to uh, Kathy Murphy, um, and uh, she's going to be kind of uh, uh, exploring the world, I believe. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing what she's up to, and, and if you get a chance, you'll have to check in with her yourself. Uh, but I got two new people starting, which is a whole onboarding process and a uh, whole chance to revamp our organization and and. It's going to be kind of fun. I'm, I'm really excited on, on the direction we're heading. Well, there's lots of good things on the horizon for the Iowa Bike Coalition, but I, I'd like to pause and just thank Murph for all that she's done, you know, promoting cycling. Um, obviously, on this podcast, she's been a rock doing lots of interviews and having a mm-hmm. good time doing the draft um, with with AP from from our team and mm-hmm. just just everything. I mean, the the rag ride ride and us been party and the work that she's put into that has been been really solid. So thank you, Murph. Um, wish you the best of luck. I know you've got um some some bike trips on your horizon i'm sure and uh i'm i'm sure we'll we'll see her around so um yeah but just wanted to thank her for for everything i'm I'm sure you have thanked her uh plenty of times and but i also look forward to working i know both michelle and jared and we've worked with them in the past and um really looking forward to the you know some some new folks coming in and helping out with the cause yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's definitely going to be a change in our world, but uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great time, and yeah, certainly appreciative of Kathy's work. She uh, she did a lot in the time that we're here. We have a new uh, database system that we're working with. We launched this podcast, the route announcement party, and all of the fun things. We went to a digital silent auction, and you know, there's a lot of things that we conquered here, and that's that's pretty cool. So yeah. we'll keep uh, we'll keep trudging along without her. Uh, we'll try our best, um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a different world. So yeah. Well, a couple of quick things that are coming up. Um, you know, this is kind of the dead zone of ragbri i mean it's it's fall and you know there's we we get out and talk to a lot of people and start to do a lot of planning evaluating so the next thing coming up in the fairly near future probably within a month we're gonna we're gonna roll out a new logo and that kind of turns the page when we put that new logo out we officially start thinking about ragbri 48 and wow. the year you know 2020 so um i don't know if you see that vision happening but um 2020 is right right down the road and when we get to about oh i don't know october or so by before halloween our new logo should be out so um so be looking at that uh andrea parrott does a great job working with suzanne milosevic our our designer she's been doing it for a long long time but uh we have fun with the new logo we're we're really working on it hard just to, you know, make sure it's it's spot on. I mean, the rag riders would not expect anything less than greatness. So really looking forward to that. No kidding. Um, yeah. Is there crayons involved? Can I can I get in this game at all? Could be could be crayons involved. My, my, I don't know. My, my skills magic my skills my skills are pretty low in this. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> Suzanne and Andrea, their game is much higher than and yeah. what we can yeah. bring to this table. They are professionals. Just stay out of the way. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. So good. Yeah. So and and enjoyed our trip to Denver. We had a little symposium out there. Um, just kind mm-hmm. of just putting heads together with with other people in the bike industry and a real good time. And you know, saw some friends. I was fortunate enough to sit down with Dave Edwards, the ever elusive Dave Edwards, the CEO. Oh my goodness. 
and president of Primal, and you know, just kind of caught up with him. So I, I've been saying for a while, we got to get Dave on the podcast, and yeah. so finally cornered Dave, and uh, we knocked one out. And um, I don't know, it's always fun to, to hang out with Dave, but uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy the podcast that I did with Dave Edwards, president and CEO of Primal. All right, you're listening to the Jessica Bike Podcast. I'm your host, TJ from Ragbra, and my guest today is a good friend, also uh, one of our premier sponsors with Ragbra. We got Dave Edwards, the CEO and president of Primal. How you doing, Dave? Doing great. Good to be here, TJ. Well, we're in beautiful downtown Denver, so we're on location today at the home of Primal, and you hear us talk about Primal Wear and the mark that they've made on Ragbri over the years. Obviously, they're the official merchandiser, uh, official cycling wear of Ragbri and all the other events that we do, like Bakun and all that. Um, but today, we're just going to talk a little bit about you know Primal and what makes Dave tick. And so, Dave, tell us a little bit about how you got into cycling in general, not the cycling industry, but cycling in general. Yeah, cycling in general is something that I kind of ventured into after quite a few years of um, hanging up the bike after getting a driver's license, which I think most kids do. And, um, you know, after um, playing a lot of basketball and having that kind of be my passion for a few years and then blowing my back out, I ended up uh, accepting an invite to a 4th of July bike ride, uh, mountain bike ride in the mountains of Colorado in a place called Montezuma. And um, that was um, 1988, I believe, that, uh, that I went on that ride and just got completely hooked and... Um, that kind of became my new passion and, uh, started racing the next spring, did quite a few mountain bike races and, uh, just, uh, went kind of full on into the bike industry, started working with some bike shops at that point with a side venture that, uh, that I had with, with, um, another partner and doing graphic design, but everything just kind of, um, rolled on from there and just got deeper and deeper in and, um, loved every bit of it. So very cool. So up in the mountains of Colorado is kind of where you really got hooked on the passion of cycling. And, you know, here we go fast forward a few years after that, if, if it's late eighties and all of a sudden you've got this little venture called primal that's just starting up. So what is it about 92? I believe 92. Okay. Correct. And uh, t- tell us about the early days of Primal, how it really got off the ground and from those very early days. Yeah, early on, um, again, we had this graphic design company and we're working with some shops and then ended up going to Interbike for the first time in 1990 in Anaheim with uh, with another company that uh, that we had befriended and we're doing some marketing collateral for. And so rolled right into Interbike then. That was my first Interbike was 1990. And um, in 1992, we had come up with some designs that um, we ended up taking to Interbike, displaying within this friend's booth at Interbike. And everything was a pretty crazy success at that moment. Sold quite a few thousand t-shirts with that one showing. And before we knew it, I ended up having to hire a person to manage things. And I still had a full-time job. (laughs) And so I I was trying to kind of juggle a lot of different things, a couple of, um, you know, very young daughters and family and 
two more or less full-time jobs. And so my, my hands were full, no doubt about it. Very cool. So I'll, I'm going to fast forward. Um, obviously, from 92 on, you know, you were obviously growing the company, uh, making quality jerseys, quality cycling apparel, uh, kind of got out of the T-shirt business a little bit. I think I met Dave right around 2003, 2004. And I, I, I remember meeting you for the first time. And uh, we hit it off back, back uh, you know, that's probably a good 15, 16 years ago. And um, what struck me um, getting to know Dave was, I mean, I, I looked at Dave as a friend instead of a, a person that was trying to do some business with us. And so we've known known each other uh, since that time. Um, at, at some point, we switched over our official jersey to primal and uh, i don't think we've looked back from those from those days you remember those early days dave i do yeah and um you know i started coming to ragbri back in uh, the early 2000s and and that would be you know the time that i met you for the first time and i i enjoyed it from um you know every aspect of of just the overall culture and the you know, just the fun of even being there in the expo was something that I decided early on needed to be a part of, of our regular schedule. And then you and I kind of got to know each other and continue to, um, you know, just uh, see each other every year at Ragbri. I think at one point we met at the Interbike Show in, sure. in um, Vegas, I guess it was. Yep. But, um, you know, the... The good thing about it is that it was um, it was a business relationship that formed, I think, as a result of just years of um, of getting to know each other mm-hmm. and and you know having some trust and understanding that you know we both uh, were really on the same page as uh, our values and business uh, acumen and um, you know just knowing that we'd be good partners. And one of the early days, we gave them uh, a jersey or two, not the main jersey, to you know try their hand out. And we had so many great comments back. Wow, that was a great jersey, great designs, all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that really struck me as one of the, the key reasons why we switched over to Primal was the fantastic artwork. And where that might turn off some people having wild art in the cycling world, and especially Ragbri, those were things that drew us closer and said, you know what, hey, they've got some great artists. I bet we can come up with some killer designs. And I, I remember as we started, you know, going down that road, um, next thing you know, hey, we got some killer jerseys out there. And again, we didn't look back. I think I'm going to say probably about 2007 was the first year that our official jersey was primal. Sounds and, about right. And so here we are, you know, about a dozen years later and still going strong. Both uh, Ragbrae's doing okay, Primal's doing okay. Um, but you know what? It took me a while to get Dave to actually say, I'm going to come do a couple of days of Ragbrae and actually get on the bike. And I, <laughs> I don't know if you remember the first time <laughs> you got on the bike. I mean, as a, as a you know former mountain bike racer, um, that, that first Ragbrae in your mind What's going through your head? You know, I, I really didn't know what to expect. And I had been told that it was actually a pretty tough week, even though the the riding in particular is, is definitely broken up into a lot of segments. And so you're not necessarily on the bike for any tremendous segment of time. But that first, uh, the first year of, of riding, I, I'm trying to remember if I rode, I think I only did a few days that first year. But um, 
I, I wanted to come back. And after the ride, it, um, you know, it's an experiential thing that is like nothing else. And I left really now having more of a, of a complete understanding of what Ragbri is about. I had come before and actually gone to some of the towns um, and, and talked with people and visited. And, but you, you really don't get the, the overall just essence of the ride without actually being on the ride. Sure. And so having done that for the first time, I think now I'm nine years in, of um of riding and most of those nine years have been the entire week i, I don't want to miss a day now so yeah. i i come for the expo i come the night you know i come in the night before the expo you're hooked, you're hooked at this point i'm let's, hooked let's, I am, let's be honest <laughs> it's it's a it's a week that every year on my calendar is is one of those um you know you can put in your reminder annual and you know goes on perpetually and and my outlook calendar has ragbri in there perpetually for the rest of my life as far as i'm concerned very good well you you got that bug and and you stuck with it uh i know primal uh besides the official jersey you've got some team members that come over here and really get to know the iowa teams and teams that come from all over the world to ride ragbri but i notice just how many custom jerseys we see from different teams that might have been going through a different company early until they got to know Primal and seeing you guys out there riding, stopping for a Bloody Mary perhaps, or you know a late afternoon, uh, maybe a beer in the <laughs> afternoon uh, perhaps. Um, but perhaps. you got to know some of the Iowa teams, and uh, I know it's probably a little different type of mentality coming to Iowa and working with those teams. But it seems like you guys have been putting out a few jerseys for teams. We have um, really made some incredible progress with working with Iowa in general and the teams that are participating in RAGBRAI. And I think a big part of that is, is being there and being a part of it and seeing people ongoing in the various host towns, uh, you know, having a pretty good size setup. Uh, every day at the end of the day that, um, you know, we've got a lot of friends that come by and, and visit. And a lot of these team uh, members have really gotten to know us well. And so we've, we've developed a, a pretty substantial group of friends within the RAGBRAI world. And fortunately, more friends keep coming on board. And we've, we've got a lot of teams every year that approach us and say, hey, we need to be using you because you are obviously an integral part of RAGBRAI and sure. everything in and about it. And there's no question that, um, you know, having gone all in with with what we've done has, has reaped a substantial amount of business for us. Yeah. And that might set you apart from some other Jersey manufacturers where, where you see the value in working with you know, teams. It could be a team of 25. It could be a team of 100. Um, but you treat the teams of 25 the same as, you know, the RAGBRAI account or a team of, of 100. So um, obviously you, you've spent some time over nine years of, of riding RAGBRAI, talking to people. Um, is that week um, kind of a learning experience for you too, seeing the different people out there talking about your products and, and trying to understand what, what the riders like and dislike and, and trying to improve the products? Yeah, no question. And we've actually developed uh, a few different products as a result of being on RAGBRAI, communicating with the teams and the team captains. And, you know, you're right. We, we do treat 
a team of, of 15, 25, the same as we do a team of 200. And, you know, when it comes down to it, we understand that, that everyone and every aspect of, um, you know, what they're doing and what they're all about is important. And, and we get that. And so overall, with, with our business, um, just culture and how we operate, um, you know, we've got a set of core values that, uh, that we live by. And I think it's really important to understand that respect and consideration and standing behind the product and treating people well and being out there on, um, you know, on these uh, rides and, and attending the events and making sure that we're a part of the world um, of all of these teams and, and things that they care about is hugely important. Good, good. So you're not just involved with, with RAGBRAI. Obviously, other events throughout has become kind of that niche for you. Um, you've become really, I mean, th- across the country. I mean, so many top cycling events have gone primal. Um, you want to just mention a few of those that you work with that are outside of RAGBRAI? Yeah, sure. We, um, you know, we work with uh, really the majority of the premier events across the country. We've got um, an exclusive uh, agreement with Bike MS, for instance, with working with them with, I think, around 80, 85 events. Tour de Cure, uh, the Diabetes Association, we've got about 60 events we work exclusively with them on. We work with um, the American Cancer Society nationally, work with um, Livestrong Foundation exclusively, work with the Dolphins Cancer Challenge, the, uh, the Eagles Autism Challenge, the Hotter Than Hell ride, uh, virtually every major ride in Colorado is a primal customer. And, um, you know, Cycle Oregon, um, you know, just um, bike, across bike the New country, York. Bike New York <laughs> is another. Well mention them. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, the biggest ride in the country has <laughs> yeah. been a customer of ours for years. But, you know, there's, there's a reason they work with us, and it's because we offer something that that no one else in our space does as far as the partnership and the the buy-in and just the ability to work with them um in in a way that um no one else can and and so fortunately the business model that we've created is one that is is unequaled within our space and obviously as you build that company over these 27 27 years years. yeah um you give back you give back to the cycling community you give back i I see you work with different charities you want to talk a little bit about what that means to the company it's it's a it's a huge part of our culture as well one of our uh, primary core values is we care and so every employee every um you know partner we have we certainly want to embody that culture um value as well and Ultimately, my position uh, has been that that we want to share our success. And fortunately, we have been successful over the years. And over the past few years, in particular, I think the past eight years, we've exceeded over a million dollars a year in what we've been able to give back to a number of charitable foundations, nonprofits, youth groups, um, you know, uh, advocacy groups for um, furthering cycling within various communities. And so it's, it's definitely become a, um, just a mainstay of what we do and what we understand is also important. And 
fortunately, it's it's something that um, you know is 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 something that we foresee not changing, and we we literally want to be able to grow more and more and more to be able to do more and more and more is is really our business philosophy. Sure. So you're saying there's room if if teams want to come on and and you know get a new kit or a new new shirt. I mean, it's not just full full blown you know head to toe cycling. What do they do if they wanted to say, hey, you know, we'd love to talk to someone at Primal about doing some jerseys or anything like that? What what advice would you give a team? Yeah, they can either give us a call and uh, talk to one of their uh, regional account executives, or we do have a helpline uh, through the website as well. So you can go to primor.com. There's a chat box that you can jump on and uh, communicate as well with us as far as, uh, you know, what you're looking for and... Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we look at each account individually and there, there's really not a blanket way that we deal with, with anyone out there. And so we understand that every account has its own special needs and, um, you know, considerations that come into play. And so the other thing is if you are riding for a charitable ride, nonprofit, um, you know, really anything along those lines that, that is moving the needle that, that makes a difference out there. We have a gives back program that we will then take 15% of your order and do a donation back to your fundraising site for the, the account or for the event that you're riding in. And so we've been able to amass a pretty substantial amount of contributions with that program as well. Very cool. Well, thank you for doing that. Um, so 27 years in, where do you see Primal down the road? How do you see your company evolving? I mean, it's evolved a lot in those 27 years. Uh, obviously, you're doing a lot. Having that charitable give back, what, what kind of vision do you have for your, your company down the road? I mean, I think the, the position we're in as far as looking to the future is really a matter of continuing to, what, to do what we do better and better and you know fortunately i feel that we are the best at what we do now anyway with how we approach things and um, you know the way the company is divided up into a development office uh, production facility we've got an office here in the u.s we've got an office in the uk that covers europe and so we've really got a lot of front-facing value in place with understanding the entire world of cycling out there and at the end of the day, custom cycling is is an incredibly difficult field to be in. Mm-hmm. It is it is truly a challenging environment, and we have multiple checkpoints. I think for every job that goes through, we've got five or six checkpoints that it goes through, through various departments to make sure that we have not missed anything. And so... With every order, there are 150 things that can go wrong, and we make sure they don't go wrong. And it's taken years and, and millions of dollars and uh, countless hours of, um, you know, of, of commitment to making sure that, that every product and every aspect of what we do is a commitment to excellence. And it's, it's incredibly difficult to build things to that point. 
and we're incredibly fortunate to have been able to do that. And I, I truly feel that not only in the United States, but worldwide, I, I feel strongly that we are at the top of the game in what we do. No doubt, no doubt. I, I just love the fact you're constantly improving I mean, the technology's there, the materials are there, but I know, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest, I, I ride strictly primal and I know just Thank the, you. even the, <laughs> you know, just, just going and putting on a pair of like Helix shorts. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I, I can't ride in anything other than, than these really nice shorts. So I've seen the technology developments of, of a different chamois or, you know, constantly listening to people about what they like about products, um, tweaking this or tweaking that to make sure that, that, you know that that customer service is great. The technology is great, but I, I've seen just over these years, you know, changing this zipper out because it's a little bit better or gripper, little things that you might not notice, um, but over time, you've made some drastic improvements in, in the quality of materials that you're pushing out. We have absolutely, and and we're constantly looking to achieve, um, you know, better accessories and um you know even you know when it comes down to the zippers the grippers we get all of our grippers out of italy and uh, you know they're they're expensive it costs us a considerable amount more of money to bring those products on board but ultimately we want to make sure that the combination of all of the the components of what builds a jersey what builds a pair of bibs is as good as it gets and you know, we want to make sure that when a customer pulls on a pair of bibs that they immediately think this is the most comfortable pair of bibs I've ever put on. And then they get on the bike and because we we use a premier chamois out of Italy as well, out of Verona, Italy, it's the oldest um, chamois manufacturer in the world. And they, they've got it dialed and, um, you know, with with all of the aspects of putting those components together, we, we want every customer to feel like they're having the ride of their life riding Primal. And when they, you know, get off the bike at the end of the ride, that they think, damn, this stuff is incredible. Good, good. Well, keep making some some quality stuff. I know Ragbear is going to stay Primal for a long, long time. Uh, we've we enjoyed that. Well, we, <laughs> we, we've made some great friendships. It's not just uh, Dave and I that have known each other, but, you know, the entire Primal team that's out there. So when you see people, the Primal Urges team, I think you have probably, what, about 30 ambassadors out there on the yeah, road at times? Yeah. And um, at in the overnight town they'll typically have a setup uh, or at the expo so don't be afraid to pop in and say hi you know dave's usually out there um you know partaking in the festivities of, of rag because <laughs> totally immersing the team in there and um I, I i'm glad you got the the urge to go out there and ride and caught the bug because i think it's different for anyone that's been on the ride and rides the ride consistently they they get it and we have a different um our ride's a little bit different than most of the rides you probably do throughout the country. No and doubt. We're, and we're going to try to, we'll try to <laughs> keep it way. that way. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so thanks for, um, I'm, I'm glad we got to know each other back, you know, a decade or two decades ago. Uh, I look forward to continually put the primal product out there. Um, and one of the, one of the things that you hear us talk about every week in this podcast, this podcast wouldn't be possible without you know someone like primal who's been our premier sponsor of this this podcast so 
from all the podcast listeners, I'll thank you, Dave, for for coming on board and, and, and backing this podcast because we've been on the air for about three years and uh, we've grown grown this podcast and we're talking about the good things, but we always talk about our adventures with Primal or a new product that comes out or how how happy we are with the product that we're about to launch. So thank you for backing this podcast and thank you for being involved with Ragbri. We appreciate the partnership, TJ. All right. Well, Thanks, Dave, for coming on. We are in beautiful downtown Denver, so I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine we're gonna go out and talk a little bit more of these Ragbri stories. Do you have a, a Ragbri story or two? I bet in uh, over over those nine years of cycling, I bet you got a story or two that 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 you could probably tell. But you know, this is PG-13 on this podcast, so <laughs> if there's any late night stories. What happens on Ragbri probably stays on Ragbri. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, Dave. Thanks, TJ. Hey now, we've come to the end of another edition of the Just Go Bike Podcast. I know we're world travelers this week, but you know, we're usually here to just talk about the great things that are happening in Iowa, the Midwest, and really, truly all over the nation. So appreciate you tuning in each and every week and wherever you're getting your podcast from, you know, there's just so many different ways out there from oh Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it, iTunes. So so appreciate, you know, if you're if you're tuning in each and every week you know what's going on here and um, you know this podcast we heard from obviously one of the sponsors in primal today so who are the other two sponsors mark just just so uh, people can understand that this podcast has some backing bikes to you one of the best bike shops and rag bright charters that you can find in the state of iowa uh, check out bikes to you think iowa city and its curious surrounding communities did you know that there's single track right in the middle of the Iowa City Coralville area, there sure is, and it's just all kinds of other places that you can you can find a bike in Iowa City. So think Iowa City, and it's curious surrounding communities. Of course, Primal Wear. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, apparel, they even have a team store, so you don't have to handle cash yourself. Check out PrimalWear.com. Yeah, all sounding good. So saw lots of those people that this week. I think we we rubbed elbows with all of them. I saw Coop out there doing showers for for the, the cross race. Saw Josh Schomberger, obviously in the you know kind of the not quite the director's role, but you know one of the top executive roles out there to make sure that everything was going as planned with Jingle Cross. So great job, great job to John Meehan as well out there. We've we've worked with John for a number of years, but. Great, great job, I think, Iowa City and the whole team out there. And it's always always nice to see them out there. So, okay. Well, we will keep rolling along. You you did hear, you know, Mark mentioned that Kathy Murphy has, has moved on. But you know what? I think Mark Wyatt is going to go back to interviewing. Uh, AP is going to go back to interviewing a lot. I know I'm going to be interviewing a lot. You heard from uh, Dave Edwards just a little while ago. But lots of cool stuff on the horizon so um again we wish murph well um but this this podcast is going to roll on and look look forward to hearing uh lots of cool stories from the midwest from iowa and all over the globe so how's that sound mark sounds great to me
Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.